Welcome to the Antler Up Podcast, brought to you by Spartan Forge. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned coffee company serving premium coffee to people who love America. Fall is upon us, and there's no better way to get fueled up before hunt than with some Black Rifle Coffee. Coffee legitimately tastes better after a day in the woods or after a successful hunt. Fuel your next adventure and purchase at www.blackriflecoffee.com and use code ANTLER at checkout to save 20% off your purchase and or with your first coffee club subscription, Black Rifle Coffee. Last year was a wild year for censorship for hunters and anglers. We partnered with social media platform Go Wild to combat mainstream social media censorship. Go Wild was built by outdoorsmen and women by hunters and anglers just like you. Go Wild is a free social community. Not only are your photos not censored, they're encouraged on Go Wild. And Go Wild gives you points for things like sharing your trophies, gear reviews, and inviting friends. As you earn points, you unlock awesome rewards too such as gift cards, free swag, knives, huge discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex, and so much more. Oh, and if you create a free account, you can unlock $10 just for trying it out. Visit and download GoWild.com to get started. Also, just want to say a big thank you to our partners over at America's Best Bowstrings, hand-built in the USA since 2006. Amazing customer service, awesome quality and performance. Their Platinum Series strings are what we all run on our bows. We absolutely love them. Go and create a custom set today at americasbestbowstrings.com. Before we get into this episode, let's thank our partners over at Shea Butler Knives. And Shea makes custom everyday carry knives with the Rhino and Pursuit. His Ranger and Whitetail and Featherlight knives are amazing for anything, but especially out in the field. Shea's creativity, high quality materials, functional but unique designs, coupled with his precise leatherwork, make products that will last a lifetime. Check them out over at SheaButlerKnives.com. Our friends over at Half Rack just released some awesome gear and they were great enough to give our listeners 10% off their order. All you have to do is click on the link in the podcast bio or the link on our link tree on Instagram and that will give you your percentage off at checkout. So get some of the highest quality hunting and outdoor accessories that will help you prosper in the field. Half Rack is aiming to be mindful of the past, conservation conscious and evolve into the future. Thanks to our partners over at Tether. Tether makes premium saddle gear by saddle hunters for the saddle hunter. They just dropped some new gear like the MVP, which can turn your saddle into a two panel or just a more rigid back support and also some new suspenders. So if your saddle tends to sag, grab a pair and both items are retrofitted. So it doesn't matter what saddle or brand you have, they're going to work. Check them out at tethernation.com. Forged in combat and tailored for hunters, Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly innovative and science-based products that save the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You can now take Spartan Forge with you wherever you go by downloading the mobile app. Enjoy deer prediction analysis, weather forecasts, historical data, detailed journaling, as well as crisp maps. It's time for you to make the most of your season and let Spartan Forge do that for you. Use code ANTLERUP to save 20%. Check it out 
over at SpartanForge.ai. Dimitri's here. I was filling him in a little bit of our adventure today. So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Uh, we're back. We're live. And uh, so we have Jack Hahn on the line. And Jack is uh, just down the road from us, just coming from Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania. And Jack and I had a good chance to get to know each other over the weekend. Definitely did. <laughs> so just just for a quick recap, so uh, I was able to go to ATA uh, with the guys from Tethered. And Jack, who who are you there with? I was with Havrack and Big A Products. Okay, so you were there as well. And we we got on the flights together when we were going there, which was cool. And we talked a little bit at the airport, and then we just had a quick board. I was like, hey, are we on the same flights coming home? You're like, yeah. So I said, let's, let's, we'll go together on our way back just to kind of stick together, right? We were, we had a flight out of Kentucky to Louisville to Chicago and then from Chicago to Harrisburg. So we got in perfect, you know, from Louisville to Chicago. However, that's where the disaster starts to happen. (laughs) And, uh, we ended up being delayed, which is okay. They've, they've, they said it was an issue with something with the plane and, I looked over at you and you were like, uh, should we even yeah, get on? You know, if, it, if it's fixed, changing our gate. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they changed our gate literally like 10 times. <laughs> like, like five times. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. 10 exaggerating, but five is real realistic. And yeah. then, uh, so I kind of knew we were probably doomed from the start. And then that's when it kept getting delayed. And then you heard the lady say, okay, they fixed that one. Now there's an issue with the fuel. And then I was like, oh boy. <laughs> and, <laughs> couple hours later at this point because chicago's what an hour behind it was like mm-hmm. 11 their time and they were like we better cancel it and all this type of stuff so till he and i actually like re-looked at booking with someone it was close to midnight and yeah it was, yeah, it was. and they were like your next flight out of here to harrisburg was be like six o'clock oh, at in the evening in the evening so he and i were and i was like dude i gotta get home you know, like between work and, and Nora and Heather and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, I got work too, you know? So he, uh, I said, what about Philly? Cause my sister lives in Philly and we could have done something around along that route. And then, so they had a flight at, we could board at five to in the morning. So he and I just slept in the airport. You took a little nap behind like this wall on the floor. Oh yeah. It was like, well, yeah, it was like right behind. I could see everything. Yeah. So you were good. And then I just, I was up and down for a little while and finally uh i fell asleep on the chair there and we woke up and got on a flight to to philadelphia and then my sister as we landed my sister was like jay jeremy uh i can't I'm, she was on her way actually i didn't even tell you that jack but she was like halfway there to the king of Prussia. she's like my meeting oh, really? got switched she's like i can't pick you guys up <laughs> So, so he ended up renting a car from Philadelphia <laughs> to Harrisburg, got him home. His parents got you. And then, uh, I drove home. So I basically today drove from Philadelphia back home. Uh, I got home at a decent time, you know, felt good to the shower, man. How about you? Oh yeah, definitely. It felt amazing. Oh, I know. It's just like, even though, you know, I don't know. I showered yesterday before the event, but it was just like staying in the, yeah, staying airport. In the airport. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was our trips, man. That was the the go around. How, how was, were you worried at all? Do you think we're gonna like? Because we're in Chicago, you never know what's gonna come out of the fear city over there. 
No, yeah, I wasn't really worried until like we were gonna like leave the airport, but then yeah. we just decided to stay instead of going to the hotel. So, what did you think of the of the uh, show? I thought it was pretty good. I, there was a lot of chance to network with people, and it just seemed, from what I was told, it was a lot smaller than them than the shows in the past. Yeah, but obviously because of COVID, everything's right. been messed well, up. So. Well, you know, I kind of expected that. You're talking about being there for half rack and the big eight and all that stuff, Rock. So, like, what, like, what's your bread and butter? Like, what is, like, what are you looking to get into, uh, and, and doing? What, like, your forte is? I know what it is, but let let the listeners know and even, you know, all that stuff. Yep. So I'm really into photography and videography, and I really like to do that for hunting mostly and then fishing as well. But hunting is my go-to because I just have always hunted myself. And behind the camera, I kind of, I find kind of feel the same way as when I'm in front of it. Getting, so, when I actually have the bow, I'm it. shaking just as bad with the camera as I have with the bow. <laughs> yeah, when you're it's out there with good. Brad Beaver out there in not Iowa, heck yeah, man. Boss. Yeah, 185 coming. Yeah, to the stand. I was shaking worse than he was, I think. So tell Dimitri. <laughs> Dimitri's right next to me. Tell him where this year you shot a really cool buck out of PA. Tell him, you know, obviously you don't have to tell like exactly. But what town, what area surrounding uh, did you shoot him in? It was in Huntington, so it was oh, like wow. it's like 15 minutes away from Racetown Lake. Yep, like 15 minutes, just over the mountain. Yep, yep. So you grew up hunting pretty much then your whole life, right? Yeah, yep. Over it's, there at my cabin, just over there in the cabin, local boy. Jeez, yeah. Well, and I think you guys could dive a little bit more into, like, your ATA experience just because, you know, a lot of people haven't been there before. Yeah. You know, I've never been there before. Um, people talk about it all the time. I actually, you know, heard some people talk about that went and kind of observed maybe that's been there multiple times, and you guys talked about it was a little bit smaller than usual. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people I've kind of heard feedback from is they actually enjoyed that a lot yeah. better. You know, yeah. stands and booths weren't overcrowded, and you could actually have some of that conversation. And you know, maybe someone that you're talking to didn't feel rushed to kind of, you know, answer your questions and then get it to somebody else. And it was you were able to build a little bit more one-on-one -on -one and personal relationships. You know, mm -hmm. um, whether you were, um, you know, selling something or you know to. Uh, a business or, you know, just meeting people for the first time. Yeah. So maybe you guys can, you know, both of you, I don't, if it was both of your first times and, yeah. and kind of explain, yep. uh, you know, what you felt going in, kind of what, what your expectations were and then kind of, um, how that maybe stayed the same or changed once you kind of left that, that right. day. So Jack, I, I, I could, I could start us off. So just for, what was cool is that for both of us, it was our first time, number one. And then yep. two, we were going as two different things, right? Like Jack was going along that media side of, of things and I was going to work the tether booth, right? So I wasn't, uh, I wasn't going there representing Antler Up. You know, it was, uh, I've, I've been doing a little bit of teaching train tour events and within the tether community, there was uh, a cool little thing going on where they picked a couple people to go and uh, that's how I got to go. And as I was there, it was work. It wasn't you know, just me walking around saying hi to people, you know, there were opportunities for that obviously. And, uh, and that was okay, but it was really cool for me because obviously those that have listened for, for a while for us or, or, you know, we're newer, you know, being in education, I love education of 
this of the hunting uh, of everything. Uh, but obviously number one is like when I get a chance to teach people how to saddle hunt, just because, you know, for, for when you got into it, Dimitri, it was, I, I actually told your story about 10 different times. I was like, yeah, he got in my saddle the first time. It was like, he clipped on, he leaned back. He might've moved a little bit. And he was like, yep, nope. And then here he is that next year being just a straight killer out of it with three deer and, you know, and, and it just, you know, obviously going to things that he learned, I was telling people with, you know, the hot sign and just, you know, getting better as a hunter, but then adding that tool to his toolbox, it, it, I said, it opened up a whole new spectrum for him. And, you know, people were like, wow, like just out of your story. Uh, but then, you know, it was really neat because the dealers on Friday, when they would come, you know, this is the first time. Uh, I mean, this past year, Tether were in uh, stores in Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, and Michigan, and I think Minnesota as well, just because that's where the factory is and based out of. Uh, but more people, it was neat to hear how these guys were saying, you know, we have customers wanting saddle hunting gear in our shop, you know, because, and I kept saying that I think if someone is thinking about doing it, they want to do it, no matter what it is, right? Like, you know, yeah. I, I want to. I'm thinking about shooting a hinge. You kind of probably want to, you know what I mean? At least somewhat. And if you do it and you don't like mm -hmm. it, okay. But, um, you know, so I kept telling, you know, these shop guys and if you have some type of, you know, pole like what we had at, at our, at the booth and you know, a lot of people do because they show tree stands in their shop. Mm -hmm. If you have another one in there where you have a setup, you know, Hey, let me, let me get in on that. And it's a little mini teach and train tour event in your shop and you sell them on it. That's, you know, that's where I think it could happen. So that's what I did this week. And obviously I had time to walk around, catch up with some people that we had on the podcast, which was neat just to meet them in person and, um, you know, other look at cool products. But, you know, my, my experience was fun. It was work. It wasn't more in, and I shouldn't even say it was work because it was a business trip for, for tethered, you know, cause I didn't feel like I was working. I, I loved every second of it just because of the whole teaching the saddle thing. So that was like my experience and it was super, I got to tip my hat off to, to the tethered guys just because it was very well ran. Like I knew the schedule. Awesome. Yeah. Like I knew the schedule. I knew where I had to be, you know, I knew the expectations basically, and it wasn't like a free for all. So that was really cool to just see like they're legit, you know, and that's not being a homer yeah. just because they brought me here and the product. It's kind of, it's nice to see that as well. But, um, so that was my experience, and I, I agree. I think it was for a first time because I kept hearing wait till Saturday, wait till Saturday because that's when the media opens the door, and, like, Saturday was so much slower than Friday. Like, Friday, at, at, by 10 yeah. o'clock, I felt like I did 30 demos for people. You know, cool. not, it was only open for an hour and a half at that time. Uh, I had to put down some cough drops just because, the you know, I was talking a lot. But um, I, I could see that, what, Dimitri, you said, though, because if – you didn't have to rush. You know what I mean? I, I think yeah. about the PA quality. Yeah. I think about the PA outdoor yeah. show and how just slammed mm -hmm. that gets you. I mean, obviously it's a different type of show, but, uh, I mean, going off of years past of what we would see from the outside of how busy it would be, man, that would, that would have been tough just because I remember hearing them talk about it two years ago. That's when they released the phantom and they were like, it was crazy. Like, and it was a smaller booth. They only had the three, poles you know that we had six technically with four being usable uh but i think when they did the first one they only had two poles you know just because it was the three uh, but yeah i i think it if those that went that i saw a quick little video i saw a gentleman say if you went 
you saw the difference and what a fun show it was. And I could see that for, for sure. You know, how about you, Jack? what do you think, bud? Yeah, I think it was a pretty awesome experience. I mean, getting to network with everyone and finally meet up with everybody I've seen them over Instagram and stuff was pretty awesome. And just like the whole experience itself. But like, yeah, like meeting up with everybody, like I met like people from prime tethered that I wanted to meet and just like, people from half rack that I haven't even met in person that I've been doing photography with and worked with a little bit and just finally got to meet them in person, which was pretty awesome. No, that's, that's a cool thing too. Like you see people like the guys from the hunting public, you know, they're obviously cause they use tether products. So they're, I'm like rubbing shoulders with them just saying, Hey, how's it going? You know? And you know, and then, you know, I'm with yeah. the, you know, with the, uh, older gentlemen that could give two shits who they are <laughs> they just want to get the product in their hands and and see it so it was just really neat so like the part of me was like oh man that's cool it's them uh but you know also trying to, to do the saddle thing but yeah i it, it was really neat I'm, I'm excited and i hope that next year we could all go um you know after getting your, your feet wet in and it's like okay you know and yeah um but no, I, I think like for someone like yourself, Jack, that's trying to get into it and already working with a few companies, you know, that's, that's a cool thing to do. And, uh, you know, you and I talked a lot over the, you know, the last, uh, 24 hours about a bunch of different stuff. And, you know, it, it's, uh, it's pretty neat to, to see some of those cool people that you, that you, you know, either looked up to or, or you look at as an inspiration or, or you see doing a good job and you have a chance to meet them. And it's a, it's a cool, cool thing. I'll tell you what, Yeah, it definitely is. my, my takeaway was I didn't realize that Michael Waddell was like a freaking Sasquatch. <laughs> oh really? He's a monster. <laughs> like he's huge. And I told, I told uh, Jack this, Dimitri was that <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a bone collector episode. I mean, I was probably like, Oh, yeah. 14 but, <laughs> you know but at the same time you see him in photos and stuff like that i mean he's like he's legit six five and she's just he's a big dude yeah. yeah he's a big big guy um but yeah he did a podcast with uh uh eric over at the okest hunter he that they did one because eric's joining up with that waypoint tv stuff and they're part of Waypoint and Bone Collector, and so he got him on, and so I'm anxious to listen to that because Eric's a great dude. I had a chance to meet him, and so that was another th- cool thing. Like he came over, um, you know, just guys that like we've been in contact with Dimitri. The like, hey, like cool, you guys are doing a good job, and just hearing them and just meeting that in person, that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, just because they're like us, yeah. you and I, and, and you know, like what, what we're just trying to do. So um, he's just been doing it longer and. Uh, does a really cool job and just bouncing ideas off each other. So that was cool. I like that. I didn't get a, a chance. I met Adam uh, from the Bowhunter Chronicles. He he was there with him as well, like just hanging around. So really cool dudes. It's It, it was uh, – you, you hear about the close-knit community and you see it firsthand there, I guess. What I suggest people that are, are in a position that they're able to go – you know, I know. Yeah, couple, definitely. I I would say definitely give it a shot, even even if it's one time mm-hmm. to go. I hope they continue because the only thing I kept hearing was, "And yeah, this might be the last one. It might be the last one." And it's yeah. like, I, well, yeah. You, you think about it. I mean, if you think of all the new things that came out this year, you probably knew about them on social media before the show, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times the show was when the new stuff was released. And probably the biggest thing was probably PSE announced that Friday morning 
of their new bows right. was pretty much the only, I would say, maybe big product or um, bigger company that released the day of the show. A right. lot of it, people introduced it on social media, whether it was a month ago or a couple weeks ago, uh, like Hamski released you know, their, yeah. their release. Um, or the rest, uh, probably a few weeks ago, but then that was the first time you could probably actually see and get right. your hands on it. So I wonder how the show is going to go moving forward because yeah. of that social media and that aspect. Yep. We kind of touched upon that last week in the episode. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the big bow manufacturers dropped out mm-hmm. this year as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so mm. I could see it, you know, the power of social media might be greater and get to more people. You don't have to spend the time and the resources yeah. of being there, so it's hard yeah. to say. It's, and I'll tell you what, talking to a, a few people when I did have that chance, you know, I was I asked that question like how like to PSE guys that I talked to, I was like, how you know, how's it going? And they're like, fantastic, it's the best that they've ever had. You know, when you think about it, they're the big dog there. You know what I mean? Like that's the big name they yeah. they released that mm-hmm. day, as Dimitri said, and that allows them to, you know, be the hot girl at the dance. You know what I mean, and and uh, it helped. You know that that helped them uh, a lot with that. And you know, I, I think you're right, Dimitri. And the thing that where was I want to go with this? But when like Tether released the the carbon fiber stand, I mean, once we did that and people saw it in the innovative like thing, I, I maybe that's what caused that Friday blow up quick for us and everybody wanted to come over and see it, and we're like oh, at the time we only had that one until the second one got finally dhl there um but i think it's really cool when they do show that there just because it 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 gives it that surprise and i talked to somebody i said you know why why are manufacturers not coming or you know obviously releasing in october and they're like well we're the first ones then in the shop and that's what's going to be bought you mm. know what i mean and i get that but I don't know, like why, why not try to save it for these big events? And that's that's a hard thing. And you that you bring up a good point, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of these companies have like such good marketing that yeah. they really do not don't feel the need to even come. Dude, when you look at Matthews marketing, I mean, oh my, yeah. If a kid it's wants insane. to get into bow hunting and you see one of their commercials, I mean, how could you not <laughs> want to like? Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, the proving grounds. Yeah, the proving ground stuff, like those two, three minute films that they do, it's just mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Yeah, on on a marketing yeah. side of things for sure. Yeah, anything else about the show? Now, was there any gear? You know, you talked about some of yeah. the stuff that that you saw at Tethered. Yep. Any bows or any gear that kind of jumped out to either of you guys that maybe you got, finally got your hands on and were able to test or see or ask a little more yeah. information about that you can think of? You go ahead, Jack. You answer first on that one, dude. The one that I really saw that was released was the was the tethered for me. I didn't really go around too much, but I, I didn't shoot the new PSE. But I had previously shot the the new Prime, and I really like that as well. But that's but I didn't really go around and see many more like that were newly released. Yeah, the uh, the one thing that I saw that was newly released, and it's a product that's been around and we use it all the time, are the AAE veins. Um, the hybrids, they came out with new colors. They came out with like an OD green and a sand. Yes. They're freaking sweet. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, again, that's just a, a new colorway, not a new product per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shot all the bows. Athens is a super, super, super I, smooth draw. Um, I heard that is, yeah. But it, it, it's super good. It, it jumps a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. 
but it feels like as far as like the bow itself, like the way it looks like it's made, it looks strong. Like mm-hmm. um, a buddy of mine, Tim Clark, who I actually roomed with on the in the hotel, he loved the Darton. Um, I just don't like the look of them. Like they kind of look toyish to me. Like they splatter yeah. Darton logos and all that, over it. That's when AJ had the about the tramp stamp. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does look like a tramp stamp. Uh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Hey, shout out to AJ too. I was able to run into him a couple times. Um, it's cool to meet these guys that like we built relationships on the podcast with, and you know, we AJ was on four times, and it felt it felt like we we've known him like it, like i swear dimitri like once you finally meet him you're gonna be like what's up dude you know what i mean like he's part of the group yeah, super nice yeah super super nice seen his photography for a while and finally got to meet him so that was cool yeah uh the psc i loved it man i really the thing about the psc that i really like about it for me being that like the 33 dimitri when you shoot that and i'm anxious to see because i know you like a smooth bow um that old evo cam it, they're still offering it because it's not broke. I mean, that if you use that cam, you're losing, quote-unquote, the 15 mile or, you know, feet per second type stuff. Um, but I would be okay going that route anyway because, I mean, they're so efficient. Like, what the hell? They're, they've been knocking deers down with that cam system for the last six years. But I like the riser on it, like holding it, and it has that groove kind of like the old Hoyts did, um, and I love that. That's like I'm sold on that, and that's the Athens even had that, and I really like that 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 little cutout just where my my fingers go. It just seems like for me, I always get a consistent uh, hold on that. Um, but the draw, it even with the I shot it with the uh, the new E2 cam, that sucker just goes wham. I mean, it is it's fast, and in, it kind of like everything that AJ was saying. Like it's it for me at first it was a little stiff, and then it just dumps in. Um, I could, I'd still feel perfectly fine shooting that. And the other thing about it is with the S2 for the shorty cam being my draw length. I mean, that's a six and three fourths brace height, just a little bit more quote unquote forgiveness. Um, and I asked, uh, I met an individual on my plane who works for PSC and I were talking and I said, you know, if I order one, could I get the Evol cam, but then later down the line, say order the S2 cams. And he's like, yeah, 100%. And I'm like, sweet you know what i mean because then you could mess around and toy with your setup but i mean it it's dead in the hand it's fast it's smooth um i think for them again it paid to be that the the hottest girl on at the dance for sure yeah and i feel like athens i feel like a lot of people were talking about them there yeah both psc and athens yeah yeah like they were i heard a lot of people talking about them well i think too like Prime did a good job, like, changing that, and I think they're going to be in a heck of a lot more bow shops because of losing that dual cam track. And people, yeah. I, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard I heard both fences. On one side of the fence, I heard it's, it's the you know, there is it's their best yet. And then I talked to a guy that deals, like, they're their, their hot girl at their bow shop. Like, they don't have Bowtech, or they have Bowtech Prime and Bear uh, and Elite, you know. And so I, out of mm-hmm. those couple brands, I would say Prime is the best brand um, and he's like, did you shoot the Nexus? I was like, yeah. He's like, did you shoot the black? I was like, yeah. He's like, it's that, but a little bit quieter. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. I, and I, I mean, to be honest with you for having both of those bows and shooting it, I could agree with them. It's just, it would be a heck of a lot easier to work on. You don't yeah. need the, mm-hmm. the four hands on deck to try to hold strings and do all that stuff. And their shim system is so 
it is, I would say, the probably the best out there. But you need to, you need your your uh, bow shop to do it. It's not provided like how the old ones were. So that's like for someone like me that's not going to a bow shop, that sucks. You know what I mean? Um, it's yeah. a, you know it it's still the same riser. It just has that new new uh, cam system. But and it's the uh, the cable stops now the the limb stop. But I'm I'm trying to think of like other products. Yeah, uh, wasn't wasn't many I saw. I saw Swagger came off the new broadhead, I believe. Yeah, they won that second place with Tether taking first, and I think third was something with Kings. Um, other than that, I just think because of manufacturing issues, like I walked over mm-hmm. to Lacrosse, like you know we're talking about boots, and Dimitri wants to get a new pair of boots. I was kind of hitting up boot boot boots. <laughs> And uh, just seeing what people had to offer and, and look at them to see what you would maybe like. Um, so remind me, I actually have a brochure of one. Uh, and um, they, I talked to lacrosse and actually Andrew was with me when we were walking around real quick. And Andrew was like, do you come out with anything new? And he's like, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like the, their newest thing was like, oh, we got the Spectre camo. Like, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't, rubber boots don't do it for me. I know Jack, you wear rubber ones and, um, but I, yeah. I just, that, so that was it, you know what I mean? And the, I would say the other thing that I heard was someone stole a e-bike there. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. I don't know if no it was way. like Baku or Rambo, like some, so it wanted to come, not, it wasn't quiet cat that I do know. Cause I was talking to the owner when he came over to check out some saddles. Yeah. Someone had a, a, a bike stolen. So wheeled it that's out. Those out those. Yep. Well, they were probably flying on that sucker. They were probably like, oh, I forget God. which. It was a different brand. It wasn't any of the ones I just said. But <laughs> the joke at our booth was because the guy was talking to one of uh, us, and he was like, "Yeah, you could get up to thirty miles an hour on this thing, like uh, flying down through sand, right?" Like he brought up sand, and then uh, Andrew was like, "Well, how fast does it go?" He's like twenty-five miles an hour. <laughs> so he's like, "So we got to be going downwind back to our wind to our back, and we got to be going." You know, through sand at, at 30 miles an hour. It was just, like, a funny, funny joke. But, no, it was cool. Um, now, didn't Trophy Ridge come out with a yeah, digital they, site? Yeah, they did. Um, at, when I was yeah. able to walk yeah. over there uh, and and mess with their stuff, no one – it was in the morning. Um, the, the, the bows are cool looking. I, I give it to them. But, again, I you look at what Prime, PSE, you look at Matthews and Hoyt, you know, those four – are just so far ahead of everybody else. You know what I yeah, mean? Definitely. And it's just, uh, it's a group. I mean, it looks good, but it's just, I don't know. It's hard to, you know what I mean? I don't even know how to explain to it. Like they're, they're, it seemed like a great company and, um, it's efficient. You're, yes, you're going to kill with the hunting public, do it all the friggin' time. It's not that you're not going to kill. It's just, you know, those guys that are those gearhead bowheads that want the best of the best. I wouldn't say that's the best of the best, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd, uh, B3 came out with, uh, they changed a couple colorways for things and doing different things. I know you use the Hawk and stuff and I, those guys were really cool. Uh, everything's manufactured in, in the USA. So, you know, yeah. And I even had, uh, an issue with my yeah release and they had great customer service. I, yeah. uh, called the, called the woman up and, and, uh, told her what was going on and she kind of, kind of had an idea what was going on with right. it and she just, Gave me the address, shipped it back. They fixed it, sent it right back. I mean, within a week, yeah, yeah. maybe a week and a half yeah. at, at best. Um, 
and totally fixed. Never had a problem with it. So no, great no. customer service. So had a good experience with them this year. Yeah, yeah. No, they 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 were slammed. I don't like they were right next to us. So I don't know if it was the the way the flow of that direction would go, being that they were right there. But I mean, they're sometimes too when we were maybe had a little bit of downtime. They 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 had a lot of people there and. Uh, you know, shout out to Marty from B3. I know he doesn't listen, but you know, he was a cool dude and talking to him for a little bit and, uh, yeah, really, I, I like the releases and, uh, I think being USA made they're, they're that's an easy company to kind of support and toss their name out there for, for that. Um, how about what else? I was just going to say the reason I like the, the hook release on the Hawk yeah. It's just it's easy to connect onto that D loop, yeah. especially when you're hunting and you're you know you're trying to watch it, the deer that's coming in, and you don't you don't want to make have too much movement. To yeah. Putting your head down to look at that D loop, you just kind of clip it on, and then the other nice thing about the the hawk is it always stays triggered. Mm-hmm. You know, with a lot of other um, trigger releases, you have to make sure that that clips back clip on. clips back up um, and locked in. You know. I, a lot of times you you do that, you put it on your D-loop and it's not locked up mm-hmm. and it just kind of pulls off. Yeah. And you have to make sure you hit that yeah. trigger up. Um, that resets as soon as you hit that trigger, it, it locks back up into yeah. the ready position and, you know, which you don't have to worry about. Yeah. So, no. I mean, that was a great feature. That's why I love the release. Um, and they, they did a really nice job yeah. on it. it. It's crisp for you. And I mean, Chris, for me too, because I, like I said, I, I used it as well. And then Jack, you use a uh, Ultraviews Hinge, right? Yep. Yep. What were you using yeah, before that? that? Before that, I was using like a just regular True Fire. Okay. And I got really bad tar- target panic, so I went over to them and then just kind of went from there. I, yeah. I really like those so far. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's kind of getting used to it, but. It takes a little bit, but it, they're really nice. Did you see anything else that yeah. jumped out to you while you were walking around? Because you were you were walking no, around, really. like you, yeah, you, you were filming people yep. doing all kinds of stuff. Like you went to a go wild party and was taking oh, yeah. photos, seeing people act like a bunch of idiots, <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool, man. Yeah, but there wasn't really any other product because mm-hmm. yeah, manufacturing's been down, so it's kind of been hard for them. It's crazy. I saw Stan releases. Um, mm-hmm came out with with some new stuff uh they came out with a new index finger they came out with a new thumb release as well and i think too even maybe a hinge uh i saw that like on not even there i just saw it like on instagram how about how about anybody that you were like uh dang there's so-and-so i know we kind of a lot alluded to it with with some of the hunting public but we're i was telling Dimitri i was laughing when hannah baron was out in the middle of uh the walkway she she had like a bunch of dudes around her and more dudes were coming to her and she's like hey y'all you want to get your picture taken and i thought that shit was funny yeah well uh nobody really well taylor chamberlain i kind of wanted to meet him yeah and he was super cool guy dude and imagine being there imagine standing next to him the whole the whole weekend and just hearing him (laughs) because billy showed up like and they do that hang the hunt podcast and i listen to that Mm -hmm. just because i like when i i need a laugh because you know there's some freaking hilarious story that's going to be told (laughs) oh my gosh i them two together are just so funny and i i messaged billy last night while we're at the whole or at the airport and i was like you uh you make it home good because I heard about his night before. He was like, "Yeah, crazy night." I, you know, he's like 
lost this, wall lost this. Some lady watched fall crack her head open. Had to got to get her in an ambulance. And he's like, and I got, home. you know. Then it was like, I finally got home. It was just nuts. But yeah, Taylor Taylor's freaking hilarious. Just some of the the stuff that he comes out of his mouth. He's oh, a, yes. he's awesome. So funny. No, it, it was good to hang out with everybody. And then, yeah, yeah, definitely. There wasn't really. Well, there's like I saw Chris B. Didn't get a chance to talk to him. Yeah, I've talked to him a little bit before, but never got a chance to see him and talk to him. Yeah, the friggin' killer himself, Chris B. Yeah, nah, that's cool, man. And so you, uh, you, you went out tonight to go try to whack a doe. Nothing tonight. Yep. I, I saw a couple. I saw like six on the way out. I was trying a new spot, like closer to my house. Yeah, and but while I was in the stand, uh, like a hundred yards below me, I saw. A spike in three dough, but yeah, that was it. Yeah, you've been seeing so, anything around the house, Dimitri? Not lately. I haven't really been out. Yeah, I have a tro cam sitting out, so yeah. gonna wait till after the season and yeah. check check that, and then probably put a few more out. Oh, I know who who I want to give a shout out to is Mike Lindahl from uh, Domain Outdoor. We had him on the podcast and helps us out with some stuff, and uh, I got a chance to meet him. And I ironically, when I met him right next to where I met him. Uh, was the Rec Broadheads booth? You know they helped us out with a giveaway for our hundredth episode, and those guys were awesome. Um, but yeah, so that was that was that. So you, nothing tonight, Jack. What? How many more times do nope. you think you're going to be able to get out, dude? Uh probably like two or three, probably. Yeah, I'll probably try to get out Wednesday. Okay, and then another day probably. Tomorrow looks cold. And then. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow is way too cold. <laughs> <laughs> today, today was pretty cold. It was like, what was the real feel of seven today? Yeah. I think that's what it was when I was there. Yeah. It was like 23 real feel of seven. The wind was pretty bad. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm hopefully I got two or three more in me. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta kill something. Yeah. I want to shoot one with the bow this Even year. a squirrel. <laughs> Dude, the other day geese flew over me like low. Like I could hear the, I was, yeah. I was really yeah, close. I was getting close. I was like, okay, if I just like, but where's my arrow going to go? <laughs> Somebody's going to be taking a shit and all of a sudden an arrow's going to come through their window. Yeah. But no, nah, that's uh hopefully I got some time. I got some time left because it's the last day's Monday. So hopefully, mm-hmm. right? The last day's Monday the 17th. It's around yeah. there. Yeah, probably. That's an I- odd thing. Usually it's that Saturday, but I think it is Monday. Yep. Now, Jack, can, are you filming your own hunts, or you know, do you normally just film when you go out with someone else, and maybe yeah, you can? Usually, so you can keep going. You can just kind of talk about your experiences, you know, filming hunts. That's what you're kind of getting into, and that's what you enjoy doing. Yep. You know, we kind of stink at it, so maybe you can <laughs> shed some light and or, and give some listeners some tips of what you've experienced so far. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really gotten into uh, self-filming. I kind of like to like leave the camera back and just kind of hunt when I'm out there by myself. But like with other people, I really like to take the camera. And I've always done that. I've like the one time, well, like a couple years back, this was with my friend out in, for bow with a bow, and I think it was his first buck with a bow. And we just it was like October 19th. We just kept calling him and calling him with the bleat and the and the ground call, and he just finally, like, it was like 15 minutes. We just kept doing it. And he was just standing up by the fence, and he finally came down. And my buddy just stopped him. I, like, reached around the tree. I don't even know how I did it. I just had my iPhone, and I just reached around the tree and got him to film. And I, 
I was shaking. I was shaking worse than he was. It was so awesome. And that's where you're. That, so that's just, where you're hooked. Yeah, I've just kind of. Yeah, I've kind of loved it since then. And this year, this year I got the opportunity to go out with Brad Beaver in Iowa, and just kind of reached out to him on Instagram, and was like, I kind of I want to come film you this year. What can What can I do? And do you have any opportunities? And so he, he was kind enough to let me come out with him, and I just spent a week out there with him and saw the biggest buck I've ever seen by a lot. Like probably like seventy inches, and <laughs> that was a really cool experience with him, especially because he's so he's so good at what he does and design and video and photography work. Like I've just looked up to him for a while, and that was a really cool experience. Yeah, were you able to get some tips and tricks from him? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a I, lot of yeah, he knows a lot more of video editing and everything than I do. Yeah, I'll say this, man. If those of you that are listening, if you don't follow Jack, give him a follow on Instagram because his, his photography, man. I'll tell you what. Like even a couple years ago, when you were just getting your feet wet doing it, um, you, you were putting out awesome work then. Because since uh, since I've started yeah, the you. the page, I mean, you, we followed each other pretty early on like that. Yeah, and uh, I kept always kept an eye on you doing all that type of stuff. And this year, when you were out there, you even reshowed me it today while we were waiting and stuff for over i don't even know when you showed me it uh but mm-hmm. that that scene where he was brad was walking through the corn and oh yeah jack threw the the v3x like logo on it like the matthews didn't use it but like i'm mm-hmm. I, I i'm tooting your horn man like when if you look at it it looks <laughs> like it really does look like it's a piece that matthew used Thank you. So no, man, you, you got a good talent and I'm excited for you because you're young and you're still young, dumb and ready to go at it. You know, (laughs) um, you, you know, I, I say dumb loosely, you know what I mean? Um, it's a joke, but I think you have a bright future in in doing that. And, you know, being that we're, we're so close, I hope that we can hook, hook up and, and do some stuff together because, you know, I want to learn, Dimitri wants to learn and get, get, get some more content for you. I think that'd be pretty cool, but you know, yeah, you, you, you shot your buck this year back in, back at, you know, like you said, on your home farm, you know, what kind of layout does that look like for you usually? And cause you've been pretty successful over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So that there, so this year I was just my dad's cousin. So he shot his in the archery season and he, he got his, so he was out of the stand. So I just kind of, this year I kind of took over his spot and, <laughs> about so there was it was like a it was like odd this year like it seemed like not as many people were out right and so the deer didn't seem as pressured but the first thing i saw like three doe and a big like a 20 20 inch wide like six point it was huge and i couldn't get i finally got him to stop but he was really quartering away pretty bad so i didn't want to take that shot so he just kind of left and then i sat there for a while and i was this so this year's buck, I was just, my feet were dangling out. I was freezing. I don't know why, but <laughs> my feet were so cold. And my, I was just dangling my feet out, trying to warm them up. And I looked to my left, and there's a spike. And then I looked behind him, and I can tell it was a bigger buck. And so I kind of kind of got ready. And I always put, like, I try to, if I'm in rifle season and I don't have a good, like, rest all around, all around the stand, mm-hmm. I try to put up, a, like, a bow hanger. Yep. On on either side, just so that I can, if I can get the opportunity to stand up, I can use one of them. And I was, he was, he was really close. It was like 40 yards. And I, I just put it right on him and he shut and 
he came right by the stand. He was like 15 yards past the stand, and he died within like 20 yards. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, that's a cool story. Then you shot one, was it last year with the bow? Yep. Yep. So that was that was right around my house. That one okay. that one was awesome. It was like so I went out at like two thirty in the afternoon. I kinda got out kinda late because it was like November twelfth. So I wanted to be out earlier than that. But that time. as soon as I got in the stand I could see deer moving in below me. And I kinda grunted and bleated and off the hill to the right of me. Like there's so there's like a bedding to the left and then bedding to the right as well. I'm kind of like right in that pinch point. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a field right behind me. So I'm in a great pinch point. And the buck came off the right side, the right bedding. And he just came right down towards me. And I got the binoculars and put him up and saw that he was legal on his left side and knew that he was a good buck. And I kind of, the first, I believe the first time I stopped him, I couldn't get a shot. And then he kept trotting. And the second time I stopped him. And I hit him a little high, but at the angle was that he was lower than me. Mm-hmm. So I had a really good angle, and it, it went in high and got both lungs, and I saw him get seen die and within, like, 80 yards, and it was awesome. That's cool. Just watching him yeah, fall is it was, always it was nice. Awesome. <laughs> it was a really cool experience right there. Yeah. But, yeah, so over the years, I've just – I really like archery hunting now more. I appreciate it more, and I think that's going to be, like, my go-to. I don't think I'll – take the gun out as much more yeah. this year i wasn't as excited as i should have been like with a bow i would have been flipping out but yeah. with a gun it just felt different you have that man you you know it's just yeah you know diff- different hunts mm-hmm. you know that's your hunt now do you do a lot of scouting over the like once the season's over like you're gonna be heading out here looking for for some different spots to hunt or like do you just kind of make sure keep tabs on like the areas that you normally do hunt and just see how they're using the terrain features and set up cameras. Mm-hmm. Like do you do heavy, are you heavy into that or you just go out where kind of your uh, history is? I just kind of like to go out. Like I've always liked that element of surprise kind of. Yeah. Like that's not how a lot of people like it, but I kind of like that. But so this year I'm just going to really try to get into shed hunting. Mm-hmm. I've only found one of her. They're kind of really hard to find here in PA in some spots, but yeah. Dimitri this found a nice really one already. You found a real, Dimitri found a real nice one. That was already. Ian. Oh, that that was Ian. I mm-hmm. thought that was you. Yeah. Really? Dang. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Ian found. A real I would really like to get into that. It was heavy, but yeah, with cameras and stuff, like all of ours just kind of stopped working, so we just don't really use them as much anymore. <laughs> I I don't know what it is with some brands, man. I. Uh, it, it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Like Dimitri said a couple weeks ago, I'm going full Tasco. <laughs> Tasco and reveals. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, yeah, the Tasco ones aren't even bad. They they do the job, dude, and they're cheap. Sometimes those daylight pictures are unbelievable. I mean, I would love to run oh, yeah. e- Exodus, but they're so you know they're pricey. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just even for a regular one, they're more than a reveal is. So yeah, I mean, you get what you pay for, and it's I yeah. I I I'll. I support, I'll, you know what I mean? Like if, if you have a chance to get an Exodus and you want to try them, go for it. I'm not talking them down. It's just that's right now for a budget of trying to get as many many cameras as you want out there. Yeah. I mean, Tasco's get the job done, and if it gets stolen, okay, the camera's 30 bucks. Your uh, batteries are, what, 10? Okay, you're up to 40. Yeah. And then if your SD yeah. ca- card gets stolen, they're only 8 bucks now, so you're only looking at 40, you know, shy of 45 bucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. if you get a lot stolen, but I don't know. Yeah. 
No, nah, man, that's cool, dude. I, you know, I, I don't want to keep you long. We said this would be a kind of a short one, just when stuff. Do you have anything else that you want to ask, Dimitri? Just what's coming up this year yeah. for you? You know, do you have anything, whether it's photography or you know, hunting wise, that you have planned? Mm-hmm. So I have a couple opportunities on the table, and I'm not really, not really sure which one, which one to take yet. I'm kind of thinking over it, but I really wanted to get to more into the video and photo and I really need to learn more video. So that's a big aspect that I want to cross off the list, but I just got to get better all around and try to like get into the industry more. And really it's a lot of it's been connections for me. Like I've like Jimmy from half rack. I've, re- I've reached out to him on Instagram and that's literally how I've gotten into it with TJ and all of them. And kind of with that same situation with Brad, it's just Instagram. It's just reaching out to people and getting out, getting yourself out there is, is really what I need to do more. Yeah. And yeah. meet more people and experience more. So the thing that, but yeah, I'd really, I'd really love to get into it for video and photo more. So last week we had that episode about AJ, about, you know, influencers and all that stuff. Jack's a different side of it. You know, Jack wants to, you know, film photography and, uh, you know, he's a young kid that that wants to try to do this for for a living one day and maybe run a business. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. different things that obviously I know, Jack. I'm I'm speaking for you for just some of the yeah. things that we talked about a little bit, but um, I feel like that's a a different ra- realm. Like you're not doing what mm-hmm. we are doing. You're not doing. You know what I mean? There's it's a different uh, side of things. So I think for people like yourself that are trying to do that, you know, I I think you do have to put yourself out there to you know, maybe do something for dirt cheap to try to, like I was yeah. telling him earlier, Dimitri, like those internships, you got to look at them like that. Like there's sometimes they're all not glory and whatever, but if you have the chance to say, Hey, I actually film for Brad Beaver. I mean, just already yeah. to me, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but to me that like people know who he is and, or if they don't yeah, they look him up who he is. It's like, oh, okay, the guy that does almost every content for, like, the top 10 archery manufacturers. Like, it's crazy. All the designs and stuff. Yeah. A lot of of the designs you see here, a lot of them are him. Yeah. Oh, man. I I, I appreciate you taking the time. I'm I'm glad we got to hang out for the last, you know, it seems like three days, but it was only the past, like, 24 hours. (laughs) Holy shit. It was um, awesome, yeah. It was a good time, man, and I I, I appreciate it. um, I'm looking forward to what you got coming down the pipeline for yourself and uh, how we can maybe hang out and help each other out. And, you know, like I said, being so yeah. close, there's, there's no reason why yeah, we can't do that. Yeah, I never realized that. we were that close. Yep. Same it's, here. I talked to cool. Jimmy, I talked to Jimmy one time about it and he's like, yeah, he's pretty close. And yeah, you know, you know, sometimes it's like goes to the wayside just, just because it does with time and family mm-hmm. and work and all that stuff. So, but well, Jack, I appreciate it, man. If you're still getting out there to two, three times, hopefully you get knocked down some does, and I'm sure yeah. we'll, if you do, we'll see some pretty slick pictures and all that. But where could people find you and check you out? And uh, hopefully, maybe uh, if people are looking for some uh, help with some picture stuff or video stuff, you know, where they where could they find you? Definitely, yeah. So right now, I mainly go on Instagram. I use Instagram, so my Username is Jack underscore Han, H-A-W-N, and that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, check yeah. them out, everybody, and uh, good
good up and coming uh, photographer and fo- videographer and hunter for sure. So good, good stuff and appreciate you coming on. So check them out until next time. Antler up. And that's a wrap for another episode of the Antler Up podcast. Thanks again, everybody, for checking us out. Check us out over at antlerupoutdoors.com. Check out our Instagram, Facebook, Go Wild account, and uh, YouTube. So thanks again for checking us out. Antler Up.